Welcome to the Best Ever You Show with Elizabeth Hamilton Garino, here to help you find success in all areas of your life. The power is in your hands. Join our network for free at besteveryou.com. And now, here's Elizabeth. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Best Ever You Show. Thank you so much for joining us live here on Best Ever You Radio here in Maine. And uh, we've got a great we've got a great guest with us. Um, he's going to join us probably in about five minutes or so. We have uh, Andrew from the California Winter League Baseball. Uh, the California Winter League is where free agent players come to get signed before the start of professional spring training. Players work directly with MLB scouts and independent league managers for about a month in Palm Springs, California. Uh, the goal of the California Winter League is to get players signed to professional contracts before spring, tra- before spring training begins and help them develop before they report to their pro teams. Over the last 14 years, the CWL has seen over 850 pro contracts offered to its players. So whether you're a professional player looking to get a jump on the completion before reporting to spring training or you're right out of college or looking to start a pro career or try to, the CWL will not only help you get better, it will try and help you get signed. So we've got Andrew coming with us here, and I think he just joined the call. I'm going to check and see here, see if we can get him here here on the phone. There you go. Hi, Andrew. How are you? I'm doing great. Glad we were able to connect. You know, I didn't have a chance to ask if your last name is Stark or if the E is pronounced, so I didn't want to destroy it, but here we are live. <laughs> is it Andrew Stark? It's Andrew Starkey. I've been called uh, okay. Stark uh, since kindergarten or preschool, but uh, it is pronounced Starkey. Thanks I thought for asking. Starkey. Yeah, my, my Midwestern person in me put, you know, Starkey on it, so <laughs> I would have had it right. I well, didn't I'm- know, though. Well, perfect. Yes. I was actually born in Michigan, so uh, maybe there's some sort of Midwestern roots that uh, that make that more uh, a common name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm from Iowa, so yeah, absolutely. Um, so thank you for being here with us. We're going to try and keep you for about 30 minutes. or You know, if you have to go, let me know. We're, we're cool with whatever. It was just an honor and a privilege to have you here. I read a little bit about what the what the league does, but I wanted to um, start out by just welcoming you saying how jealous I am of the weather out there in Palm Springs. I think we've got about a, a foot of snow here in Maine overnight. It's like, oh, my goodness, Ugh, the weather there. Well, it's, it's beautiful. It's going to be a high of about 75 today. It has been uh, for the last several days. It's it's quite beautiful right now uh, out here. That's why uh, our population uh, grows by about 30% this time of year. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, so tell me all about you. How did you get – how did you get to the point of being the owner of the of the CWL, as we call it, the California Winter League? Tell us about your baseball background, your family, uh, and also, if you don't mind, the website for the California Winter League right off the bat, because people like to tinker around while we're talking and look at the website and all that good stuff. So how's that sound? So the, the Winter League website is CaliforniaWinterLeague.com, and uh, we've operated the California Winter League for 15 years. But to take it a step back, as as you kind of asked me to, I was born in Michigan, as I said. Then I was raised in Houston, Texas. My folks wanted to get out of that cold weather, so they went down to to Houston and lived uh, down there. And so I was raised there from age 8 to 18. I went off to college. I 
always grown up playing baseball, and I played baseball in college. I played in the Southeast. Um, I graduated from Mercer University in uh, 2002. It's in Macon, Georgia. It's a Division I school. Uh, that I played baseball and got a degree in, in business down there. And after spending about six months living in Orlando, I got a job opportunity that uh, – was going to be an adventure in uh, Long Beach, California. So I took uh, took my truck, I packed up, and drove cross-country, worked uh, there for about six months. And after working there for six months, I realized uh, a couple things. One, I loved California. It was fun. I learned to surf. I snowboarded. I um, you know, enjoyed the weather. The natural beauty here is uh, unmatched. And two, I didn't want to work for the same – guy that I was working for, and I thought, hey, you know what? I'm just naive enough to think I can do it on my own. So I was going to start my own business. I looked at a couple different markets, and uh, when I came to Palm Springs, I found this as its own media market. Uh, It's kind of secluded, had a big stadium. There's still about a half a million people, full-time residents, and so I started uh, Power Baseball. Power Baseball started with just one elite summer collegiate baseball team called the Palm Springs Power, and we've operated for 20 years with the Palm Springs Power. High-level Division I players across the country come out in June and July, play for us. We sell beers, billboards, hot dogs, all that stuff to uh, the fans who come to the stadium, and then we have uh, about 30, 35 dates in the summer uh, with our night games here. Then 15 years ago, I said, Rather than just have summer baseball, let's have winter baseball. And that's where the growth and the the development of the California Winter League uh, came in. And where that is a little bit older player, a little bit more distinguished player that uh, is trying to sign a professional contract uh, immediately. And of the uh, thousands of players that we've brought out here, we've had over 850 guys uh, in 15 years uh, be offered professional contracts, and uh, you know, to this point, less than a week in, we've already had, uh, you know, right about a dozen guys uh, be offered uh, some sort of contract, whether with uh, one of the MLB affiliate leagues uh, franchises. So that's myself and the background of this, kind of in a nutshell. But I'm happy to, you know, kind of keep yeah. talking about one area or the other if you find it. Uh, a little bit more interesting. Yeah, no, I, I think it's I think it's great what you're doing, and um, I love the I love the background and the history, and I think it's I think it's pretty cool. You sound like you just wanted to stay in baseball one way or another. Is that true? Like so many people do. I bet there's not one kid that's there who just, just isn't like just keep me in the game one way or the other somehow. And um, for you to turn around and help all the all these people is amazing. Yeah, I certainly love the game and love being a part of it. Um, I truly do find a lot of joy in helping our players and seeing them succeed. I played with guys who made it to the big leagues that, you know, won World Series and, you know, had great careers. They were a little bit different than me. Um, I, I disagree with some dads and some people that say, hey, you can tell a guy who's going to make it and have a long career in the big leagues pretty early. They're a little bit different. It doesn't mean that players can't make it to the big leagues or play in the minor leagues or have great college careers or um, somehow break the mold and be able to, to make it to the big leagues. But 
I saw that there was a difference between myself and other guys. And mm-hmm. I had, you know, a really good college career. I was, uh, you know, an academic All-American. I, you know, loved the game, loved playing playing the game, but when I wasn't drafted and no one wanted to give me, you know, a bunch of money to, to play baseball, <laughs> I said, I'm not going to be the guy who, who chases, who keeps chasing it. There yeah. are a lot of those guys, and those guys um, are a little bit different than me. I want to help give those guys an opportunity. And so yeah. I've enjoyed, you know, kind of building my own ladder and, you know, starting at the top of it and learning how to be an entrepreneur and how to create something that shows a lot of benefit to other people and a lot of people uh, being happy. I mean, this year I was watching sports center, you know, more than I have in a long time because I had six past players from my summer collegiate team that were in the big leagues this year. So I was constantly, you know, seeing them, following them, how they're doing all that kind of stuff. So it was always a lot of fun for me. Oh, that's really cool. Like, can you name, can you name them? Like a, a one or two of them or anything like that? or Oh, well, yes. So Brian Shaw um, was a 2006 closer for us as an 18-year-old kid. And this year, I think it was his 13th or 14th year in the big leagues um, as a uh, relief pitcher. Um, I had Brett Sullivan with the San Diego Padres as a catcher. He was actually a shortstop for us at the University of Pacific. I had uh, a couple other guys. Um, that uh, were pitchers um, that uh, pitched for us. Let's see, um, I had Brooks Kriske, uh pitch for us in like 2013 and uh, went to USC and was real successful uh, at USC. I had, uh, what was the other guy's name? Um, drawing a blank <laughs> on this right. one. Uh, Sawyer Gibson Long made his big league debut this year with the Detroit Tigers. And Tyler Wells, Tyler Wells was, was another one I was thinking about. Uh, he spent the whole year with the uh, Baltimore Orioles in uh, in the big leagues in their starting rotation. So um, those are just, I think, that was, I think I named four or five of the guys at that Great. point. So, yeah, so I imagine, you know, there's, there's a lot of guys out there right now. And I've had a, anywhere from you know all of them to half of them or whatever at one point or another have been told no they've experienced failure they've had a naysayer around them somebody who told them to quit <laughs> their own feelings at times whatever it is but they're there and that shows me and probably you and everybody there that they believe in themselves one way or another can you talk about the complete player or the whole player like a, what a comprehensive player is one with not only analytics, but mindset, personality, charisma, you know, whatever it is, um, what's, who, who's there right now with you? Well, the first thing for a player um, to want to keep playing the game after college is they've got to have a burning desire inside mm-hmm. them um, to want to achieve and they want to find out where they stack up. Uh, against other competition. And so you look at the mental side. They're going to be a very strong, uh, confident person. Um, the second thing that you're looking at is, you know, where are their abilities? Are they, are they tall? Are they short? Are they fast? Do they have a strong arm? Do they pitch? Do they, you know, do they hit? Do they hit with power? All those kind of things. And we have a wide variety of, of those players and different players at different ability levels uh, here. A lot of the players that we get, uh, average age is uh, 
almost 24, like 23 and like nine months is kind of the average age of, of a player in our league. Then the guys, they come out and they grind. They are saying, hey, you know what? If I go to a four-hour tryout, I may not throw a ball 97 miles an hour and really impress somebody with my fastball, but if you watch me, you know, with nine to 12 appearances and you're going to say, man, that guy can really pitch. You know what? He, he, he knows what he's doing up there. This, a batter, I may not hit the ball over the light tower in left field, but you watch him play over a month. I'm going to be able to impress you because I can, I can hit the ball to all the fields. I can steal extra, I can steal bases. I can take extra bases. I can play the game the right way. And the managers and the coaches that we have here, they're moonlighting, they're scouting and trying to bring players in for their clubs um, back in the Midwest. And when they do that, they're, uh, they're spending more time looking for these kind of guys that can help them build. First got the mentally strong guy. Then you've got a wide variety of, uh, you know, ability levels out here. And the managers are the ones who find uh, the guys who they, who they've not been aware of and they have not been able to see and major league clubs uh, may not have looked at. Yeah. Do, is it safe to say that no matter what happens to you while you're there, you're going to walk away with, something there to help you be your best developmentally? It seems like you're developing oh, I, people while you're there a lot. Absolutely. I, I I tell the players on day one, if you come here and you don't get enough work, it's because you didn't ask to get more work. <laughs> if you don't get enough questions answered, it's because you didn't ask the questions to other people. We certainly have, you know, an all-star cast of coaches with major league experience, professional coaching experience, um, that's, that's vast. And so if you're not asking the questions, you don't want to get the answers, but those players that are here, the mentally, the strongest, they're asking the questions, they're grinding, they're getting better every single day. And I think there are a lot of players, um, that come here get better. They may not get signed to a contract, but they they gain so much information from people that they didn't have access to, and they put themselves on a radar of somebody that they still get calls, uh, you know, a month, two months, three months down the line where the coach is going, hey, I saw you at the California Winter League. I didn't sign you at that point, but I have an opening right now. Are you working? Are you available? Are you interested? And, uh, you know, that story happens every single year. Does that story happen with coaching too? Like, you know, if somebody's there and they're like, you know, I'm kind of out here and I, I kind of want to learn how you're coaching and what you're doing or different elements of baseball. Is this purely just about hitting and pitching and fielding and all that and all that? Or is it about the comprehensive side of baseball as well? Because I know you have a lot of interns there too. Or yes, a few interns. We have lots. Yeah. Yes, we certainly do have a number of interns that are working here, and they are ones that certainly want to, you know, move forward. As far as coaches, we definitely have guys who come out here even as young coaches, and they want to move forward in their careers, and that is something that, that a lot of them achieve that opportunity and um, find themselves uh, the chance to, to, to get a new coaching opportunity, the networking uh, that is here, whether it be with an affiliated major league club or uh, an independent team. So yes, there's opportunities for for guys who come out here to be clubbies that want to <laughs> get a job and, and and move forward with that. Broadcasters, marketing, analytics, um, you know, just an opportunity for for someone 
to come out here and work with TrackMan and then know that all that data is going to all the major league clubs that are acquiring it from TrackMan uh, is a great opportunity for, uh, for everybody. Yeah, let's talk about 2024 and who, if you want to, who is there? Uh, what's different about this year compared to last year's um, or previous years? Um, what's, what's 2024 got in store for us? Well, the, the current California Winter League that we have going right now, the biggest difference that we have from last year is that we have a full team of um, players from the uh, from China, from MLB China, that are uh, participating in our league. So with having a full team, uh, it's something that we've never had. We've always had players from Asia, but we've never had um, a full team come over. And with MLB funding uh, development centers over in China and really across the globe, this is our first opportunity working with them. So that the benefit to all the other players is you're not only playing against additional high-quality competition, but you're also um, – they're bringing more scouts out to see them because the American, yeah. the American scouts want to see what's going on with these players um, that they've never had access to before. That's great. Um, what about language? You know, I assume people are getting exposed to like international, um, you know, language. And are there language barriers? Do you have translators? How does that work? Yes, there are language barriers, and yes, we do have translators. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. We've got a Japanese translator. We've got Chinese translators. We've got Spanish translators. Um, we've got it all <laughs> out here. Yeah. It's certainly bag. Uh, of uh, athletes that we have here at the California Winter League. And uh, it's always exciting to uh, have so many different kinds of players. Uh, You cut out. Something cut out. I'm sorry. Did something cut out on that? Yeah, no, it's okay. We're live, and I know you're so busy, so I'm I'm really grateful. I know we're trying to squeeze this in here before I leave for South Carolina for six weeks, and you've got lots of stuff going on there, so I appreciate you being here. Can you hear me still? Yep, I sure can hear you. All right, so we were talking about language barriers. (laughs) I don't know where I lost you, but I I don't know where I lost you, but I know that I had – uh, I'll just start it over. We have players. We have translators from China. We've got translators from Japan. We've got Spanish translators. We've got all kinds of translators here that uh, try and keep uh, all of our players uh, able to communicate with the coaches. Yeah. Now, have the players ever been to the United States before, or is this their first time being here as well? Some yes, some no. Um, I mean, we even have Canadians that come over and it's their first time, you know, coming down to California or the United States that, uh, you know, you would think, okay, it's real easy, you know, you just don't cross the border, you don't live that far. Uh, But, yes, we certainly have had, um, you know, players that come here for the first time and those that have been here before. Yeah, this is such a cool example of um, dreams, goals, 
um, you know, starting with something and have it blossom into, you know, all that you dreamed and hoped it can be. Can you tell, tell us about like when you said, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to start this and see where it goes. Were you nervous, scared, confident? Have you had moments where you wanted to quit? <laughs> you know, what's, what's your journey been like? Because it's hard to start things and um, it's, you know, it's blossoming. Well, I was 23. I was green behind the ears. I was naive. I didn't have a clue what I didn't even know um, at that time. And I received a, a, a master's degree in business in just being an entrepreneur, working with the government as my landlord, you know, all the different things that you have to, all the muddy waters you have to navigate from IRS audits to, you know, payroll, employees, HR, um, and those are things that aren't even helping you, you know, turn a profit and be able to put a roof over your head and, you know, help players achieve their goals and their dreams. And it's not that I wasn't smart or I hadn't, you know, done business before, but you just, you don't know until you, until you do a lot of it. And so I've certainly, you know, I've been through the, the, the recession and the crash in 2008. I've been through a pandemic. Um, yeah. I've been through all kinds of stuff. I mean, I operate in California. You know, the governor of the state of California said sports are bad. You cannot compete in sports in the state of California. You know, we don't want that during the pandemic. So, where we have a league similar to our California winter league that we run in the summer, we packed up shop and we went to the great state of Texas and we operated our league in Texas and it allowed us to stay in business. And, you know, we went to a community and we did essentially what the NBA did where we had a bubble. There was eight case, There was three cases of COVID in the entire uh, city that we went to prior to us getting to Ranger, Texas in uh, the summer of 2000, and by the time we left, their entire county only had 30 cases of COVID. Yeah. So there's so many things that you have to navigate, work through, and navigate through in in doing business. That's similar to what happened here in Maine. They shut everything else down, everything down, but our summer collegiate league um, started like during the pandemic here, the GNCBL. And they had players from everywhere. Like it's normally players, most of the players are D3 and they had D1, D2. I mean, players from everywhere here in Maine that summer, actually for two years in a row um, here. So yeah, very, very similar to like where, okay, where can we play? Which shows that (laughs) tenacity that you guys all have of like, we're playing and we're going to find a way. So I love that. Well, Um, in January of 21, when we had the California Winter League, we, the state of California still said at that point there was not allowed to be amateur games yeah. played. There was allowed to be professional games played with no audience, but you couldn't even have amateur games played because the California Winter League players are not being paid to play in these games. They were not allowed to play games, so we had to essentially, you know, work through loopholes. We had to put a batting turtle on top of home plate because, and then a 
um, like a big orange street cone between home and third base and say, okay, no one's allowed to slide into home plate. You know what? If we've got a batting turtle up and then coaches are closer to the batting, it's just practice and instruction and training was a specific term we used to allow us to navigate, you know, within the state of California. And it's, None of it's fun. It's a lot. It's stressful. It's challenging. But you know, God doesn't give us anything that we can't handle. And the staff and myself and the athletes got through it. And we had a much smaller group of athletes out here, but we still had our 30 to 40 percent players signed to go play professionally um, for later that year in the in uh, 2021 when other states were allowing professional sports uh, and fans. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, Can you talk about um, who's there now in terms of the coaches and managers? It sounds like there's some, some uh, pretty big names in baseball. there, you know, coaching up these kids. I, 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 I've read there. I can't remember everybody, but I'll let you talk to it. Way more. (laughs) You know, the name's way better than I do, but I read, I read McLaren was there. Coach McLaren? Yes, uh, John John McLaren is here. He's a former MLB manager. Um, he managed the Seattle Mariners and the Washington Nationals um, and currently works uh, overseas uh, with a group out of Dubai that has a new winter Middle Eastern um, professional baseball league. And then we've got uh, – Stan Clyburn, who played in the major leagues uh, with the uh, Angels. We've got Paul Nochi, um, who played in the major leagues with the Chicago Cubs. And Stan is a manager in the Atlantic League. And Paul is the, uh, forget his title with the USPBL, but he's basically their director of recruiting. He signs all the players who play in the USPBL and so that's, you know, he, he has the, he's a judge, jury, and executioner for 100 professional jobs. Um, so though, then we've got managers from the Frontier League. We've got managers um, from the Pioneer League. Uh, Jimmy Johnson uh, was a bench coach for the Colorado Rockies and is the director of player procurement for uh, the Boise Hawks in the Pioneer League and, uh, you know, another man, another uh, pitching coach, Brian Cloppy from the American Association. So the amount of leagues that are covered by our managers and coaches, you know, covers the spectrum of the four MLB partner leagues along with the USPBL, which are the five, you know, professional leagues that we have here in the United States outside of minor league baseball and then major league baseball. Yeah. Now, can people come and watch you guys? Absolutely. We do two feature games every single day. Um, The feature games are at 10 a.m. and 1230 at Palm Springs Stadium. Uh, All of our – every day there's different discounted, you know, admission, but general admissions, 10 bucks for adults, $8 for seniors, and $5 for students. Uh, But every day is some sort of promotion from discount, discounted tickets, discounted drinks, um, you know, kids day where kids get in for free, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. 
That's um, yeah, that's that was I, I think I saw a schedule. Um, is that on California? What's the website again? CaliforniaWinterLeague.com. Is that right? That is the correct. Yep, that's the correct website. And if you go to the schedule on the top uh, header, you can see our entire 2024 schedule. And you know, even for people that may be listening back in, you know, Maine where you're at, or South Carolina where you're going, and they say, hey, you know what? Next year, maybe we plan a trip, and we like baseball, want to see some baseball. We'll have a 2025 California Winter League, and there'll be uh, a whole new batch of. aspiring young professional players uh, out here, and we look forward to it. And if, even if any of your listeners, you know, know of any players that, that would want to come and compete and see where they stack up. Maybe they go to a school that doesn't get as many scouts to come to, and they're going, hey, I'm good. I can play professionally. Well, this is where they come to find that out, and they got 28 days to prove it, and we'll end up with, you know, representation of 30 different, 30-plus, uh, different uh, independent professional teams. And we've had over a dozen MLB affiliated teams here already uh, just in the first week. That's awesome. Do you have a few more minutes or do you need to go? I do. I have two more questions. I I I can hang on for just a couple more minutes. No problem. Just a couple more. You got to go. Okay. Um, Do you, uh, how many people are out? We have questions from the audience. Um, So I'm just going to ask you some of those. How many people, how many guys are out there right now? How many players? We have a little shy of 200. We have a, a little shy of 200 players in the league, wow. so eight teams, a um, little over 20 players per team. Okay. The other one is, <laughs> I like this one, what are your goals and dreams, and how can we get involved? I love it. That was my thing, too. I'm like, this is cool. I want to just know you and be involved somehow. So here I am doing the same thing. So I agree with your question. <laughs> what are what are some of your goals and dreams, and how can I get involved, or how can we get involved? That's That's awesome. Well, thank you. I'm I'm a 44-year-old man. I'm married and I've got three kids. And, and what my goals and dreams were when I was 23 and started the business, they're a little different than they are now. Right yeah. now, uh, I, it's more internally focused with my family. I want to raise my boys to be strong, successful, um, you know, independent men. I want to raise my daughter to be a strong, positive Beautifully successful uh, woman. Professionally, I want to be able to help as many ball players move forward in their careers. Whether that's going from a junior college to a four-year school in the summertime and letting them finish uh, their college career and and achieve a degree and you know move on in their life. I want to help players in the winter. You know, as many of them move into professional baseball as I can, and, and I do realize that not all our guys will be able to do that. Um, for me, I want to run the best company I possibly can. I want to have, I want to ha- surround myself with people that are as passionate about you know helping others as as I can. I don't know that I'll ever, you know, own a 300-foot yacht or, you know, drive a Aston Martin or anything along those lines. I'm comfortable in my Ford F-150, and I want to try and help as many people, you know, whether they're just having a smile on their face because they're enjoying a ball game with their family and friends uh, here at the ballpark or someone who, you know, played Division II baseball. Yeah, Play not one person. Yeah, not one person. Exactly. Can remember and then they go out of your car. But 
going to remember what you did and help them for sure and how you treated them while they were there. Absolutely. Um, and that just spreads joy. It, that just percolates throughout the whole universe when you do what you're doing. So I think that's awesome. Um, we have another question. Uh, can hi, is there an age minimum? Uh, there's a question here. I play in high school. Can I go? So we have a, you have a high schooler listening. <laughs> I love it. Hi. Well, typically we wouldn't have high school athletes uh, in the California Winter League for a couple reasons. One, because they're in school and we're a full month long uh, league here in uh, California during January, February. We will have high school graduated players in our summer collegiate league before they go off and play uh, college baseball. But um, if there is a player, and let's say it's this, this individual listening, and they say, hey, I'm pretty good, and they have a, you know, a college coach or a scout, and they've got a unique situation, maybe they're homeschooled and they don't play in high school and they play travel ball and they're going to play college baseball and they're going, hey, I mean, they're just going to hit in the batting cages because it's snowing outside or I'm going to get to go to Palm Springs. We're going to, as long as we can get a qualified individual, a scout, a coach, you know, rep, a reputable individual to, to vouch for them and say, hey, this person can compete with 22, 23, 24-year-old, uh, you know, athletes, then, then yeah, we, we would let a younger player come in. It's going to be a unique situation, but that doesn't mean that we're not uh, – our eyes aren't wide open to as many unique situations as we can because talent comes in all different shapes, sizes, ages, and uh, we want to provide a great platform for, for anybody to be able to, uh, to perform. That was the best open-minded answer I think I've ever heard in 600 shows of doing this radio show. That was so not a no, but um, like an opportunity. I hope the person listening, if you're listening, that was a great that was a great opportunity for you. If you're that human, that's cool. All right, thank you for answering that because that was that that gives people hope and all sorts of crazy cool things. That is, you are not an naysayer. That's awesome. Um, I wake up at I wake up my alarm hit goes off at 5 a.m. every day. My feet hit the floor. I read my Bible. I go for a run. I work out, and then I wake my kids up and say, "Okay, guys, it's it, it's time to get our day started." So I wake up. I am a complete optimist. It drives my wife nuts sometimes when she's worrying about something. She's like, "Why are you, why are you so confident that it's going to work out?" Because it's not my plan. It's his plan, and it is going to work out. So, yeah. yeah. Do you know Jesse Cole by any chance? Do you know who that is from the Savannah Bananas? I, know? I, I know, know that Cole? name. I've never met Jesse. I'm going to interview you guys. He's, he's in my new book. That'd the be Savannah great. Bananas are in my new book, and he is such a cool human. Uh, he's like you are, just completely open-minded and, and helpful to people and wants to see just the world love baseball more and more and, opportunities and everything you're about you guys would get you guys would have a i'd like to be a fly on the wall during that conversation if you guys get to meet (laughs) that'd be a fun conversation all right i know you got to go one more thing um what where do we find you in social media we we, the website's californiawinterleague.com where do you guys hang out in social media the most or where would you like us to go well for uh they can check out our our instagram page you can check from the California Winter League, truth be told, I don't, 
I don't operate those for us. I've got a staff right. that uh, they're younger than me and they're better than me at <laughs> all of that stuff. But I can try and look up real quick what the handles are and that kind oh, of stuff on, on our, uh, you on know what? our uh, California winter. Don't, don't worry about it. I'll, all, the, all the handles, I think you're on, I see you on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So I'll put those links to go with the show. Don't worry about rattling them off. We'll, we'll find you. Um, but I, I want to thank you for being here. I appreciate thank it. You, I'm thank sorry you, thank about you. that. No, no. It's, this has been a great conversation and um, very helpful to people who, you know, are looking for, for opportunities. So I'm, I'm very grateful for your time and energy. And uh, thank you so much for saying yes to being here and um, yes to helping people be their best because that's what it's all about, isn't it? And then I was going to tell you, which of your kids start getting up with you at 5 a.m. and running beside you? <laughs> that's going to happen because you're the example. I've asked them. Really? I've, I've, I've asked them to. I got a feeling the first person that's going to really do it is my six-year-old daughter. She's yep. the one that she's growing up with two older brothers and I think she's going to be the one that ends up doing it for me, but we're going to find out. I don't know. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Thank you, Andrew, for being here. Best of luck to everybody there. Have so much fun. Enjoy the weather. I know I can't wait to get to South Carolina to my own palm trees um, since it snowed so much. But anyway, thank you very much for being here. And I hope you'll come back if you want to have somebody else from the organization come back or you or whatever and give us an update maybe a different time of the year or whatever you guys want to do. Um, the, the invitation's open to come on back because it's fun having you here and fun learning. I, I'd love to have our director of baseball operations, uh, Casey Dill, come back, talk to you guys about the summer. Uh, I'd love to talk to you again. Thank you so much for uh, the invitation, and uh, I appreciate uh, the opportunity. All right. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you all have a great day. And thanks again to Andrew Starkey from the California Winter League Baseball. The California Winter League is where free agent players come to get signed before the start of professional spring training. Again, players work directly with MLB scouts and independent league managers for a month in Palm Springs, California. How cool is that? You can read all about it. I'll connect you to the website and social media. And again, uh, that's, we just spoke with Andrew Starkey, the owner of the California Winter League and Palm Springs Power Baseball and, and the uh, Palm Springs Collegiate League. So, um, so much opportunity here. I hope you all have enjoyed the show. Thank you again, Andrew, and take care, everybody. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. We're so glad you tuned in. Be brave, be bold, be you, and remember to visit us at besteveryou.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.